Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. And I'm Sheila. And we are here for more Vincenzo, which, as we talked about last week, had one of the best pilots we've ever seen. Like, just, you want to get somebody into a show, that's how you do it. I was very impressed with that pilot. And then it only got better in the second episode, which how often do you get to say that, right? Yes, until you get to the third episode. I know. <laughs> and uh, before we get to the third episode, though, we forgot to mention uh, what was uh, the, the strangest scene in episode two. And the reason we didn't mention it is because, let's face it, it's so weird, you almost can't believe it's happening. Uh, and that is, so we got introduced to the chairman of uh, the Babel, Babel group. group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is, by all accounts, this is the guy who is, you know, so incompetent that the lawyers think they'll be the ones running the company because this guy just, he'll just do anything we say. Yeah. And so that's going to be great. <laughs> and what we didn't mention was that he answers to someone. And when he goes back and reports that there's been a problem with tearing down the building to build the Tower of Babel, right, uh, he goes out to a hockey rink, just an ice skating rink, and while someone just slaps shots hockey pucks at him. So he's apologizing to whoever his boss is, and he's just getting hockey puck after hockey puck thrown at him. And at a certain point, as he apologizes, the guy, you know, quits with the hockey puck and just comes up and beats him with the stick. And he was like, okay, this is intense. This like, is I guess we knew he had to have a boss because he is obviously not great at his job. But wow. Yep. This was a level of violence I wasn't expecting from this show. No. So abruptly and so, again, strangely, because it's yeah. such strange violence. And the key part is we don't know who's hitting him. We are not nope. shown who's hitting him. And that's key because that's going to come up very soon. All yep. right. Uh, so that is what motivated him to go and just try and knock down the place no matter you know who was there. Right. And that's what set up the end of the party at the end of the last episode. And this one starts exactly where the previous episode leaves off. Yeah. Like literally exactly. We're still at the party when it opens up and you get the great scene of like all of the guys outside. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, well, like, do we still destroy the place? Like, I don't know what to do. Like, what exactly is the plan here? And so then the tenants of the building come and bring them drinks and food yeah. <laughs> just to rub it in their noses it's it's a very fun scene i really enjoyed it uh okay but then we move on to the main plot of the episode and you take it from here with the synopsis i i don't know how do you do a synopsis okay episode <laughs> three yeah so we start with the party yeah oh god now now what happens in episode, th <laughs> in episode three, well, um, Papa, you, Papa, Papa Hong, Papa yeah. lawyer, um, still wants to go and fight Babel, Babel. Yeah. Although he's, you know, um, Vincenzo is trying to stop him. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, this is very, this is very fast. The, um, 
the the um this is this is the episode where yeah you see the, that there's a, going to be a major fight with Myung Hee, who has been brought in as senior partner, and Yu Chan, lawyer daughter. Oh my God! Okay, yeah, you can like, you see this, and we'll talk about what that is. The the constant threats she makes to uh, Yu Chan for you know not handling her father the way she was supposed to. It's like if you can't even handle your father, why are we paying you? Yeah, and then. You know? Right. Yeah. And then you get the fact that the research, there has been a researcher who has escaped. Leaked. Uh, yeah. Uh, who has leaked the information. Well, yes, but he's escaped is what they first know. He yeah. has contacted father Hong lawyer, yeah. father lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Right. And um, isn't going to um, testify unless yeah. his family can be safe. And yeah. then you get when tearing down the building doesn't succeed whoever the chairman's boss is phones mm -hmm. him and asks him about his villa and he says oh yeah go and do whatever you want to the villa that's fine yeah and the oh my god and it is that scene so <laughs> basically there was a team of because we find out that um, the reason the stakes are so high is what was going on is they're working on a new drug that is supposed to be, you know, just a, a very good, easy painkiller with no side effects. Yeah. But of course, it's actually unbelievably addictive, and it's going to create something even worse than America's opioid crisis in all of Korea if it's not stopped. And the, the Babel group is so heartless that they killed participants in the tests by just giving them too many drugs in the hopes of finding out what the overdose amount was. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bleak. Yeah. And so that... one of the guys, one of the guys has decided to, and this is the key part, one of the researchers yes. has decided to blow the whistle if they can keep his family safe. Yeah. If they can protect him from Babel. And so Babel's response is get the other dozen researchers who worked on it to go to a retreat at the gorgeous villa by the sea. Actually, they're already, no, they've so, yeah. already been sent there. Yes. And the they're sent is, no, there to be watched. Yeah, but that's my point. Like, yeah. get, put them on a what retreat the gorgeous villa by the sea. And that's what they think they're there for. And he's like, I'm going to need your villa. And then they sent, then someone goes in opens up the natural gas pipes and sets up a bomb and blows up the villa, killing everyone. Yep. All Ooh. 14 people, which 14 of course people. just incenses oh, uh, Father Hong, Father Even Lawyer. More. He just he can't stop himself. And of course, but Vincenzo, more than anybody else, knows what he's up against and wants him to stop. Yeah. He's like, just these guys wants will him kill to you. back off. Yeah, yeah. You like, know, these people have no compunctions about murder. How could and he's like, why would you want to get into attacking these people? Uh, yeah. yeah. Why you do you want to put yourself win. on their radar when you can't win? Yeah. They control the legal system. You know. Yep. And so, and of course, um, Myung Hee, our uh, yeah. new senior partner, is. Um, has found out through her crystal balls where the researcher is. 
yeah her as she calls them her crystal ball and these are her two detectives yeah that she ha- has on the payroll yeah, and had and the they, way, yeah, she has she has two detectives who just corruptly work for her full time basically yeah and and they have found the researcher who escaped and as she says and there's even more bad news he's already talked to father lawyer yeah so we know that father lawyer already knows yes and even though and and we have even Mm -hmm. though he's already known because you don't find that out he says this later but what happens is that is that Vincenzo has been going through all of the files and he tells them about, um, he says, you know, this drug that they're using is highly addictive. And he's oh, yeah. the one that points out to them points that, out that it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be a disaster because mm-hmm. you're going to, you're just going to addict the entire, the entire nation. Yeah. The whole peninsula. Because it's going to be so cheap. And then, then you're going to bring in all of these other drugs. So Vincenzo is the one that just says it. And then, he, father lawyer tries to persuade his daughter that this yep. drug is dangerous and she will have none of it. She thinks that Vincenzo is just weaving some kind of a fairy tale mm-hmm. and stop. And of course, he just calls her stupido. <laughs> of course, yeah. we all know what that is. She doesn't. I just love I love her line. What does that mean? He's like, nothing. It's a nonsense sound. Well, <laughs> she doesn't speak Italian. She no. doesn't speak Italian. No, no. What's she gonna know? Oh, but the thing is, while all this drama is going on, we get such wonderful little character scenes. Like yes. we get all the people in the building coming around on Vincenzo because he actually does seem to be helping them as yes. much as possible, buying the heating pad, and then the, yes. <laughs> and then the intel. I forgot about the intelligence and then agent, the, and then the intelligence agent shows up, but then we have a fantastic scene where like vincenzo goes to the italian <laughs> restaurant the way he always does and the guy's like uh how come you you know you said my food is terrible but i went to the italian ambassador last night and i gave him my margarita pizza and he said it was fantastic so i think you're just a jerk and you don't know anything about italian cooking and so he's like fine make me a pizza and so he makes him a pizza <laughs> and he goes through like this is this is filth I, you know, how could I, you have asked me to put this in my mouth. It's the worst thing I've ever tasted. <laughs> and the basil. And he, and he talks about the basil and some other thing. He said yeah. that it appears there's social distancing between them. I know. And where between are the, the tomatoes? basil and the mozzarella. And these yeah. tomatoes, like, they seem to have rotted or whatever. Like, no, they so seem brutal. to have run away from the pizza. Oh, yes, run away from the plate entirely. The, the, right. the writing is just so It's so good. But but my favorite line is at the end of it is like, yeah. but but the Italian ambassador, and he's like, here's the thing, buddy. Uh, a drunk will eat anything and tell you it's the best thing he's ever tasted. <laughs> And so what happens, a scene later, the intelligence guy comes up, runs into the thing and says, okay, uh, hi, uh, I was at the party last night and your pizza was the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it may 
I want you to teach me. Teach me the skills of true Italian cooking. And of course, he's so, he's like, I can't afford an assistant. He's like, no, that's fine. Just give me a cot to sleep on and let me be your assistant here in the place. I want to be able to create a little Italy. And he talks about, I have the bells of Uffizi and he heard whatever he did. It was such a good scene. It is such a good scene. And this is where he starts. So this allows him to start following yeah. Vincenzo around, right? Exactly. And so he follows him down to the to the Buddhist monks where he sees him. He's bought all of these. Vincenzo says, oh, yes. Okay, come in. And and all of these electric pads are there. Heating pads for them to kneel on, yeah. To kneel on <laughs> because it's cold. It's in the basement. Yep. You know, and it's so funny with the Buddha, who who, who the monk who is not going to move, Nope. Well, could you lift your right buttock? And let's get could that under there. Your so you lift your left. Okay, buttock. there we go. <laughs> there, we've got the heating pads under you, right? Yeah, because again, <laughs> for this guy, it is a, an article of faith that he will not leave the place where he feels so in touch with the Buddha. Yes, until he has finally reached enlightenment and the Buddha oh, has course. told him what he needs to do. Right? Yeah, and I'm sure that's going to pay off later. But don't Oh, yeah, of course. Don't tell me anything. <laughs> Everything pays off. Pay. I, that's that's clear oh, that's the one thing God. well you know and so there is here's so what is he doing trying to pay pay for his past sins right? but he's catholic he's an yeah. italian he's catholic what's he doing doing good things for these buddhist monks right you yep. see? and then he follows them and then vincenzo of course runs into these four kids who are smoking and he's already seen the woman who runs the the snack bar, basically yeah. the little cooking place, um, yeah. has been sort of hammering on her son about his smoking and about his not doing any work. And there he is, right? Yeah, Going hanging out with the guys and yeah. Smoking, right? And so the and then the guys think they look at him and they think that's the thing. He looks so young and so he's, slender. Yeah. Right. And they're like, oh, we could just roll this guy easily. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. You know, and he tells him, okay, I'll give you, I'll, I'll yeah. give you money. You just have to quit smoking. Yeah. And of course they're money. not going to, yeah, they're not going to. And he beats them up. Uh, Sends no, them on he, their way. he beats them up in like the, uh, <laughs> what is it? Like the not kindest, but like the, the Zen the way, actually. way possible. Like, well, yeah. it's actually, like he, it's like a Zen almost. Yeah. Well, he just like has this little ruler. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. And it just like he just keeps knocking them over and slapping with the ruler. So it's just like the way he's punishing them the way you would punish a child. Yeah. Because so. again, he's not he's not taking them seriously at all. Well, which is exactly he? what he well, well, why would he? But it's like yeah. it's what they need is the thing. But he's like he's trying to keep people from smoking. He's doing the heating pads like he's he's making a good argument why they should trust him. And yeah, yes. go. And there's, it. there's, there's on right the, the intelligence agent seeing all this and he can't figure it out, but he's yeah. a consigliere. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he just this is blowing his mind, right? Yeah. So he doesn't say anything at this point to anybody about it, but it's in his head, and he keeps mm-hmm. working <laughs> between him and the, and the cook, yeah. right? The guy who owns the Italian restaurant—it's just so bizarre. You know these relationships that they've set up that you actually just buy into as yeah. you're going along. 
right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, I mean, this is all, this is all, so you've got all the heavy stuff going on and then you have all of this going on at the, the comedy same time, stuff going on yeah. that it's sort of yeah it changes the mood but it's still about everything everything is still about babel and what they want yep. to do and well and here's where we get to the tenants and but we get a really fascinating scene because the uh she is again uh cha hun cha yun uh who are I'll you talking how to say about the daughter the daughter Yu Chen, Yu Chen, Yu Chen, Yu Chen, not Chai Yin, Yu Chen, uh, is constantly, she has been, you know, sent to find this missing researcher. And, uh, and so her assistant comes with, and I love oh, that God. she says to her assistant, it's like, what do you need? Uh, and, he, and she's like, just, just so much money. I just, yeah. it's like money. I just can need open all doors. this money. I just need all this money and we'll just go around and flood everybody with bribes until somebody talks. And so they go to a pharmacist, that the, a pharmacist who knows the researcher. And he's like, uh, no, I haven't been in touch with him. And I don't know where he is. And she, of course, immediately pops out the money. Right? Well, no, no. She well, first no, she tries, tries her crying. The, yeah. She yeah, does she her try, crying. She tries the crying acting. And then she tries to come out with the money. But before she can come out with the money, right, uh, John Wu, uh, her assistant is like, no, no, put the money away. You don't want to do it with this kind of guy. Yeah. All right. And then so she's disappointed. She's screwed up. Right. And so they go out and they just share and they each have an icicle and he taught and uh, she's like, you know, why are you so kind and good to everybody? Because and we haven't mentioned about her assistant, John Wu, is that he's from New York. Like he's he June, went to school yeah. in America. June. Yeah. yeah. June. Wu. June Wu. Yeah. Yeah. June Wu is that he went to um, is that he went to New York. Right. He, like, yeah. he went to school in America and then he came back to Korea. And, and as she says, isn't everyone from New York supposed to be a jerk? <laughs> and then and he like, wants he wants and he to says to her, yes and he says that um he's got a friend who lives in boston now and he's going to be starting a new firm so it's like you know why not just quit this like if you hate this evil law firm you're Wusang. working for Wusang yeah. so much why not just quit and she's like ah like no one no new firm could ever afford to pay me what i'm making here yeah which is like it's a nice thing like it's a nice statement but at the same time like even her assistant sees just how miserable she is at this job yeah, and, and how much she hates it. Yeah. And, and of course, and as she said, you know, and then she, she says, well, why do you stick around? He said, well, what would you do without me? You wouldn't be able to find your car. <laughs> I know. You know, I mean, these little, little points. And then she goes, well, where's my car? Oh, well, you know, X B. He really well, does keep track yeah. of every part of her life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a, a true very assistant. good assistant. He is a very good assistant. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So we've got like this light comedy. But then while they're out, they get a phone call that there's supposed to be a big dinner dinner for all of the oh. senior members of the firm. And you're like, yeah. oh, this is going to go badly. She doesn't want to go. No. If nobody else shows up, you are the only one that has to be there. Yeah. Oh, it's a good scene. Yeah, and then so they have the you know the the team building dinner yeah. that Miss Choi is running, and Jesus, she's creep. She's such a monster. Oh yeah, she's such a monster. Well, everybody's got to do something. So 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 comes up and does his impressions. Yeah, yeah. right. His impression of the now, bosses and yeah. Well, no, apparently, apparent somewhere along the line, he they are impress they are impressions from a movie. Oh, okay. Okay, from and I 
sure that it was supposed to be in the movie Parasite, and I couldn't see it sort of the second, like I watched closely for it the second time. But I am sure the first time somewhere it talks about how he does these impressions from like oh, movies. And right. this was supposed to be a, a section very good from impression of the guy from Parasite. Got two it. of the guys oh. from Parasite. Two of the fact. guys from Parasite. So good that, that of Everyone course, is... the drunk, the drunk yeah. head of Wu-Sang wakes up and responds, right? The way the guy in the movie obviously responded. And then she throws him back up, back to sleep, right? Cho. Yeah. Myung Hee. And, and um, then we get, oh my God. And then she the insists that She demands Yu-Chen. that Yu-Chen get up and do a talent. And so she's like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll dance ridiculously the way you do when you're alone. Well, she didn't say that to her. She says, okay, well, well I'm that. going to do another impression. I'll do another impression. Holy, yeah. And then she kicks off her shoes. Like, it's just such a setup. And then she does the whole the whole routine. routine. The whole yeah. Zumba routine. Yeah, that my young he, and you can see in the back of her eyes, she's hating this, but yeah. she's got to laugh. She's yeah. got to pretend this doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Oh, yeah. And then she threatens Yu Chen. Oh, but before that, before we get to the threat, we do the scene with Mr. Na, the chairman of Babel and, uh, and Vincenzo. And Vincenzo has gotten a whole bunch of blackmail information on him. Yes. And he said, shut down the demo, the planned demolition. Right. Or for two months. everybody's yeah. For two months. And he's like, I don't mind giving you the land, but it's my land. It's my building. I'll get the people out. I'll demolish it. And then you can just have the land, but you've got to wait two months. Yeah. Right. And that's, and he's being weirdly reasonable, but even while he's being so reasonable, he's like, oh, and just FYI, if anything happens to me, your wife's going to become a widow. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you were unclear. Like, cause he's like, I know who you people are. I'm not going to treat you like you're a business. You're a criminal organization. So I'll make a deal with you, but I'm not going to pretend that you're not going to try and like that. I don't know. You're going to try to screw me. Yeah. And again, it's another great scene with Vincenzo. Yes, it, it is just, he is just so cool, calm, yeah. collected, almost never went with anybody else around. He never, yeah. ever breaks. Nope. You know? And by the way, in episode four, there's like the best example of that. Mm-hmm. And it's now that we get the threat. And after that scene, then we get the, uh, <laughs> hey, come on over to my car. And grabs her by the neck and threatens to kill her. Yes. Jesus. Yes. And then you have the this the scene between Vincenzo and Hong where Hong says, Look, yeah, why don't you go and talk to your mother? I know. I've known the whole time. I remember you from court five years ago. Yeah. Like, oh. And you're just like the idea that he knew the entire time who Vincenzo was. Yeah. And then you showed and it's like, as if I didn't know then, you showed up at her parole, at her, uh, her, at, clem, not clemency, not parole. What do you call it? The, uh, where you're doing a favor for a, a dying person. Mm, no, no, no. Compassion. Yeah. Like the hearing where she wanted to get out. Uh, because she's, and they pointed out that she's dying and they, pointed out that she's uh everyone says she's awful <laughs> and yeah. so he showed up to watch it and they're like no 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 like i know you're there and you can't go into and you don't have the guts to go in to see your mother All right so just, and he's like you're running out of time just go and see her it's fine 
Yeah. You know? Don't have any regrets. Yeah. Oh God. And you get, you know, little bits uh, and you get little bits of his own problems with his relationship with his daughter where. Yeah. yeah. And you get this screaming match where of course the paralegal guy just walks yeah. out. Like he says, come mm -hmm. on, this is danger time. When she calls him, you know, yeah. this yeah. name, you got to get out and you get this kind of funny scene of Vincenzo trying to get out and not being able to get out around them and yeah. actually hurts his leg at one point. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, so they're screaming at one another. And we find out, of course, that she blames him for not being there when her mother died, that her yeah. mother died alone because he was always saving everybody else and wouldn't even be there when her mother was dying. And mm -hmm. this is the crux of her and his relationship. And, you know, he just says, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Jeez. Oh, Oh, God. And by the way, how amazing is the scene? So we get this amazing, this great scene where <laughs> Yu Chan and her intern, you know, found out about the explosion. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, and he's full on, again, trying to get her to quit. Yes. And he just keeps trying to tell her, like, this is a bad, like, this is a bad place. These are bad people. You should get out of her. Right. And here, like, what yeah. if you're next? What if you should get out of here? And, and he's just like, and she just screams and it was like, no, we're doing the trial. You're not my bodyguard. You're my assistant. You know, get over this crush you have on me and do your job. And he storms off. It's just yeah. the first time we've seen him do anything like that. And it's a great scene. And then we immediately cut to the bosses. And even the head of Wusan is freaked out about them blowing up 14 people. People, yeah. But Lady Prosecutor's like, no, it's just what you do. It's just yeah. business. Yeah, no, it's she, just again, business. she was a prosecutor two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, it is insane how evil little she's revealed herself to be. Well, she was evil quickly. as a prosecutor. She's evil as a prosecutor. Now we know she's yeah. even wor more evil than we thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She yeah. was and the so fixer, they... and all fixers have oh, yeah. to be sociopaths. Oh, absolutely. Right. So then, oh. no, but how great is it that they're putting in it? He calls Miss, Mr. Han calls to say, hey, have you filed the insurance claim on my uh, my building that blew up? <laughs> <laughs> how monstrous are these people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But then he and Miss Prosecutor, right, are going for a meeting face to face with him. Right. Yeah. Uh, so and Mung, yeah, Myung uh, oh, yeah. are going to. Yeah. The, uh, yes, they're going. And Vincenzo and the uh, and the lawyer go to stop by. Yeah, go to stop by the uh, explosion and see what happened. And the cops tell them, "Ah, it's all just an accident. What are you going to do?" Yeah. And yeah. he again. And this is where Vincenzo says again. You know, it's like your life is in danger. Yeah. Right. Your life is in danger if you keep working on this case, and this should prove it to you. Give up and walk away. And he and he fully says, "I swear in my, you know, on my honor, on my life, I will make sure they pay for what they've done, because no one can be allowed to get away with this," which is fantastic. Yeah. And then, and then we get uh, then we get a scene with Mister Na, uh, right? 
And he's like, we got to pay. It's like, make sure we pay off the everybody's families as quickly as possible. I want to put this explosion behind us ASAP, right? Yeah. And then- uh, No, no, then that's with the chairman. Yeah, that's, that's Mr. Na. No, Mr. Na that's- the chairman. No. Oh, no, Mr. Na is the other one. Sorry, yes. Yes, this oh. is- this is Han Seo Yang. This is Han Seo Yang, and Mr. Na's the subordinate. I yes. know, I got them confused. It's embarrassing. Okay, so he goes, they go to meet the chairman. He wants to insist that they're going to pay everybody off. They're supposed yeah. to be eating. Mm-hmm. And and Young He is just looking at him like, and then, you know, he says to her, well, if there's anything you want, I'll get it for you. And she yeah. says, yeah, I want you to buy me the Nam Dong Ho, where she used to work, prosecuting. Yeah prosecutor office right (laughs) and he doesn't he just looks well what do you mean is it on for sale is it on the block uh you know he doesn't have a clue and he looks at uh you know (laughs) co the 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 head of wusan and who then laughs and pretends like you know uh he was making a joke yeah and it's after that that myung he says yeah he's not the boss Yep. He's not running Babel. He's just not. Yeah. Well, no, there's no way. Like in this situation, the actual person running Babel would understand the significance of what she was saying. And this yes. guy just doesn't. Yeah. And it's obvious to her that there has to be a power behind the throne. Yes. Even if they, you know, they don't know who it is, but there has to be one, right? Yeah. 100%. So, uh, <laughs> but this is when that this is the scene where they get the call that her crystal ball, her detectives, have uh-huh. found where the research- researcher is hiding. Yes. And and, and, mean, and right away, uh, the lawyer gets a call from said researcher who's agreed that this is too evil. He heard about the explosion. He heard about all of his friends getting blown up. Yeah. Yes, he will testify. Like, uh, he, he, can't, he can't be a party to this anymore. Yeah. Right? He, and so he yes. has to. So Hong is fine, is feeling really good. He's going to pick him up tomorrow morning. Yep. And then we go back to Myung He. Like he and Vincenzo are going to go off and have supper and no, stuff. No, no, but before that, but... we get the scene with Vincenzo where he goes to tell everybody his plan, his plan to the people, to tells his plan to the people of the building, which is here's the deal. Um, what I want to do is I am going to, I'm going to buy a building two streets away. And you can all have free rent there. I don't remember how long he says they can have free rent. Well, I think he was going to give them the building. Oh, yeah. Maybe he was just going to give them all the building. I mean, again, it's translated, so I don't know exactly what he meant. But the point is, they're getting at least X amount of time of free rent. Maybe they're going to own their units. It's not exactly clear. But he's like, "Um, so I'll buy a new building. I'll give you a building. And you can just move straight in. And then that'll be that. It'll all be resolved. And they're like, as they say, uh, what I learned is... It's like the only place you get free cheese is in a mousetrap. So it's like, what is the scam here? And he's like, it doesn't matter what I want out of this. What matters is what you get out of this. Yeah. And you know what? He's been so good to them lately. A lot of them are persuaded by this idea. Yeah. So the, the, the mousetrap guy has to go along with it. Yeah. Even the mousetrap guy has to go along with it. Yeah. Oh, and then we get, oh my God. Uh, then we get... You, uh, you, Chan, going to see Miss Choi. Yeah. Oof. And find out that she is, you know, getting kicked off of the case. Uh-huh. And this is the scene where she's like, you didn't get, you didn't take care of your dad. 
So we can't trust you. You should have buried this case. And instead I had to do it for you. And so, yeah, it's pretty brutal. Yeah. It's pretty brutal. And now this is where the key uh, Mr. Hong and Vincenzo scene is. Yeah, where they're yeah. talking away. Yeah, where they're chatting away. And then she comes in to yell at them, right? Then she comes in to yell at them. And then this is where we get, this is where the scene that you talked about happens, where they talk, you know, just scream at each other. It's like, you were supposed to help everybody. Why weren't you there when uh, when my mother died? It's like, how how are you there for everybody else but me? And I'm like, damn. Ooh. That was a rough one. That was yeah. a rough scene. Yeah. And then she storms off. And then uh, Miss Choi calls a crystal ball and says, go ahead and do it. Both of them. Yeah. What, what I love about that scene, right? is the thunder and the yeah. lightning behind Oh yeah, I they mean, heighten everything. Is, everything gets heightened, like all of yeah. the different types of music that they use. And, but this, the thunder and the lightning, you know she's evil and she has oh, just God, yeah. done, so, if you've missed it, like this is why I, even if, even if there's a problem and there's, I think less of a problem with the, um, translation translation in this yeah. in this one this has been really good um yeah. and i you don't need it because you've got all of these oh so many clear visual signifiers yeah yeah clear visible of who visual these signifiers. people are and yet you know it's pouring rain and you have mm -hmm. the thunder and you have the lightning just behind her as she says this decision makes this decision yeah and then you get the scene of the daughter sitting outside this restaurant, this, this the corner store, basically the corner store where Vincenzo had like walked by and chatted to her about her dad for a minute in this and tiny said, scene. Yeah, just and then go. we find out that uh, he went into the store and bought her an umbrella <laughs> and told the guy to when she was leaving, like she's too stubborn. She's the kind of person who's too stubborn to get an umbrella when it's raining. Yeah. So when she stands up to leave, bring her the umbrella then. Yeah. Right. So she'll have, so yeah. she won't, you know, not take it. She wouldn't take it from me, but if it's right there and it's raining, I'm not around, she'll probably take it from you. Yeah. Oh, it's great. And yeah. So she goes to, off. Yes. I know, she goes off and then we cut to the researcher and we're in hiding <gasps> and some cops, uh, right. And some cops show up at the door Our saying they're cops? looking for a missing. Well, but we don't know yeah. that yet. Because uh, all she's ever said is she has a crystal ball up to this yeah. point. And at this point, we're like, are they real cops or are they, you know, just a bunch of goons? Yeah. And so they chase him down across, uh, you know, he's at the seaside. He goes, he hides on a boat. He calls, right? Uh, he calls, Cho uh, not Choi, oh my God. Sorry, he calls the father, right? Yeah. And he's like, uh, <laughs> who's very, very drunk by this point. Uh, and talking about how the reason Jackie Chan is the best isn't because he's the best fighter, but because he never gives up. And that's your key message. Uh, so he calls the dad. And, yes. And the dad steps out to have a smoke and Vincenzo doesn't pick up the phone. Yeah. And that's the key part. And the problem here is there's literally nothing Vincenzo or the father could have done to protect him at this point. No. Right. There, there's literally nothing they could have done to help him. He was going to get killed by those fake cops, but 
they would have known that Babel was moving. Yes. And because Vincenzo doesn't find this out, he's not into position what happens after the after the next line, which is, I guess, the thesis statement of the entire series. <laughs> when, when the dad says, like, the problem is, how do you fight someone who doesn't, like, who controls the law, who doesn't, not only doesn't obey the law, doesn't even believe the law, like, applies to them. Right? Like who exists outside the law? Like the only thing you could ever do is to fight a monster like that is have a monster of your own. And this isn't a movie. You know? Yeah, that's what he <laughs> who says. would ever do that. This isn't a movie, you know, and no one's going to be able to volunteer to be a monster to get rid of these people. It's just that's yeah. not how the world works. Yes, as like, he's, oh, and we already so naive. know. Yes, we know we who all... he's sitting next to, even if he doesn't. Yes. And, you know, and he says, and if I, at one point, he says, if I had my way, I'd burn it all down. I know. And, right? and of course, that's supposed to put into your head the image of what happened to the grape field, the yes. grape orchard, the yeah. vineyard, I guess is the correct word for yeah. it, in the first episode. He's like, yeah. if, I, if I had my druthers, i just burn it all down because that's yeah. what they deserve. Yeah. And just before they can start talking about what's going on with Vincenzo, a truck smashes through the wall, hitting both of them. Yep. And that's it for the dad. Yep. And oh. the daughter shows up as she's on her way. Yeah. And, and that's so is unconscious. Uh -huh. And he's and the father is bleeding profusely from out of his head. So you know he's dead. And that's how the episode ends. Yeah. And you're just oh. like, oh, I don't know if you had to watch this. But the thing is, wait what's for so horrific. Week? I know, but it's so horrific. Because he, it comes so unexpectedly. Like, mm -hmm. you know something's going to happen, but the way they time it and they have him pick up the phone and you yeah. feel like, oh my God, he's going to hear the message from the researcher and he's going to hear the message where the researcher is being killed. Yeah. But just as he picks up the phone to get his messages, boom, that's when they get hit by the truck. Yeah. And it's the start of the next episode when the daughter runs up. So that's why I cut in there. It's actually oh, the start okay. of the next episode. But yeah, that's the that is the ending. Like yeah. that is the jarring ending of the episode is yeah, uh one of our main characters has just gotten killed. Yep. And I know the crazy part is like structurally I'm not surprised because the only way for this show to progress is if she goes and takes over her dad's business. Yeah. Yeah. Like takes over the law firm. It's obvious. I've seen television. I know that's going to happen at some point, but I guess I naively assume she was going to go work with her dad. <laughs> I was not expecting his dad, her dad to get killed off three episodes into the show. Well, and I will tell you that after episode three, yeah. I actually went to IMDb to see if the actor was in epi oh, no. the next episode before I started the next episode, oh, no. right? And then it said he was, so I started like, the next oh, maybe episode. He's not dead. Nope, just flashbacks. No, 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 no. Just no, flashbacks. No. He's dead. I mean, the episode literally starts with like her, well, I mean, there's a couple of little things before, but it's like her going to the morgue and seeing her yeah. dad's body. So yeah. it's like, they want there to be no question in the audience's mind. Like, this is it. He He did get killed. They did murder him. Yeah. Oof. And we find when we find out how, well, we'll talk about that later in the episode. But it's like, damn. Oh, and Vincenzo's in a coma. 
Yeah, Vincenzo's in a coma. He was, you know, yeah. so... And, and over the next 10 days, we find out that the way they have spun it is that he bribed, right? That after he got run over, we find out... Oh, God. That he, oh, he had bribed the researcher, right? Oh, he had bribed the researcher. And the researcher, they wrote a suicide note where he says, I'm killing myself because I can't deal with the shame from having been bribed to lie about my employer. Yeah. Oh, and then you get the beautiful scene while, while the father is be, I mean, it's such a great montage covering the next 10 days because the father is being destroyed in the press. And at the same time, like everyone is coming to the law office to leave yes. their memorials about how much they helped him. And, it, and you get that he message him, yeah. again, like 10 years ago, like you were the last, like the last, my last hope. for me to grab on to. My last, like, yeah. Oh, oh it was so just beautiful. And they just do such a wonderful of all of these people coming to pay their respects at yeah. the law office. And well, there's and then, these sticky notes, and then there's people with the flowers, and yeah. you know they they go from one to another, and you know they line up the the oh, oh it's just and you see. And then she goes to the funeral and her assistant comes with her and tries to comfort her. And then she goes through all of the pictures that, you know, her dad said he was going to destroy. And she finds out that it's like on the back of every picture was like an entire, like a biography of her whole life in these pictures he kept. Oh, and meanwhile, the people at the building are like, well, what's going to happen now? Yeah. Vincenzo's like Vincenzo's in a coma our lawyer's dead like everything that was supposed to go right for us is crumbling yeah okay now the other thing that if you want like the thing that really impressed me about yeah. this particular episode and you Chan is that yeah. we have seen her deck to the nines looking every single she, time and and this entire 10 days no makeup yep she no looks like nothing. a completely different person. She looked, yeah. you you almost didn't recognize her. Her yeah. eyes were red. Yeah. You know, her eyes are red and puffy the whole time. No makeup, dressed in like the simplest clothes. Like, yeah. like she plays mourning so beautifully. In yeah. This. And it's it, but you know, and to take that for an actress to be willing to. I know, to appear do, so much like that. Yeah. Yeah. To completely change her image for this scene. Like it's it's a profound change. Yeah. And as it you was. say, it's so important for the character. And then you get, and then so finally, it's 10 days later, she's sitting at, at his bedside and sitting at Vincenzo's bedside and just screaming. It's like about how they've destroyed her father's memory. And there's no it, there's no proof. There's no way to get them. And then she's like, why am I even sitting here telling this to somebody in a coma? You know, the least you could do is tell me what to do here. Or, and pay I mean, the I'm bills. Here paying, it's like the least you could do is help me out here. I'm paying for all your bills. And so <laughs> he's like, that's fine. Just take me to the bank. I'll get you a transfer for the money. <laughs> Because he's been awake the whole time. Yeah. He woke up last night. And then when she came to visit, he just pretended to still be in a coma. Yeah. Oh, it's a good, such a good scene. Oh, you got to love him. You have Mm -hmm. to love him. And again, you want to talk about a, a tonal shift. We have just gone through 10 minutes of this brutal. By the way, every episode of Vincenzo is a full film length. In case you're wondering why these synopsises are so long, they're all an hour and a half. Yeah. 
like an hour and 20 minutes yeah hour and 20 minutes hour and a half like they're all like and okay the first five minutes of recap but still that's an 80 minute show every week it's and there's 20 of them it's crazy that is three episodes of an american tv show every week on vincenza because remember, American TV shows are only 40 minutes long. Yeah, well, I was beginning to think, I was beginning to suggest maybe we just do one because these are getting to this, be so long. Well, that's the thing. I think starting next week, we're just going to talk about the episodes one at a time because they're so long and they, they're so long and so much happens in every episode. So yeah, starting next week, we're probably just going to be talking about episode five. <laughs> this is so yeah. good. But yeah, Vincenzo, of course, goes out to pay his respects at the graveyard yeah yeah because uh, he has to and this is where we get the flashback uh the flashback yeah. and then that's why he's credited in the episode yeah. yeah and he says that essentially my daughter like maybe and he's he explains his motivation behind the parental rights thing saying uh -huh. that it's like look she has the potential she has the internal strength to be a much better lawyer than i ever was yeah right to be a, like, she could really help people and I just need to shock her into doing it. And the irony of course is that he was trying to shock her into doing it by abandoning her as a father. I mean, in this ridiculous, silly legal way, but that is what he was trying, threatening her with to shock her into waking up about her life. But that is what did it. Like, that's the thing. Him dying is what shocked her into changing everything about her life. I mean, yeah. let's face it, she was already dissatisfied with her with Wu Sang and with Babel, because we've seen how she is with Miss Choi. Like we know she was gradually on her way out, but him dying is what kicks her to, as she says to Vincenzo, I am going to, I'm gonna make this right. I'm gonna investigate the accident. I'm gonna investigate the driver. I'm gonna make sure and that my father's death gets avenged. And he's going to try and he tries to stop her. And she he says, no, how can you be so rude yeah. to me? Yeah. Well, she even says, it's like, did, did you become like, did getting hit in the head turn you into a monster? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's just who I am. Yeah. Uh, they find the dead. Oh, and they find the dead body of the researcher. Yes. Yeah. They find the dead body of the researcher. Ah. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad, and he he admitted that he stolen uh, that he you know he stole from his company, and he was going to testify, and it's just horrible, right? And so now we get the scene where everyone begs, everyone asks Vincenzo, "Are you still going to move us? Like, what's going to happen? Uh, I mean, you're a lawyer, aren't you going to fix this?" And he is just he just wants to shut the door in the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and well, the thing is, and she wants to, she's going to shut down. Yeah, right. they have to shut down. Well, yeah, the, the the legal assistant has to shut down. And while he's in the middle of telling off all of these guys, uh, all of the people Vincenzo's. who are demanding that he, Vincenzo, Vincenzo uh -huh. is in the middle of telling everybody that he's, you know, he can't help them anymore. The goons show up again. Well, now that the lawyer's dead, there's nobody to stop the goons. Yeah. Which is true. And so Vincenzo just like slaps him in the face and walks away. And we cut to... Uh, <laughs> Yuchen uh quitting her job yeah she and just goes we find in out we find out that Yuchen quitting her job right means that she's also losing her car and her house because it's all paid for by the law firm yep. so she doesn't have an apartment she doesn't have a car she doesn't have a job and we see her again her fantastic assistant 
<laughs> just, just standing in her way like you can't leave tell them you were just upset and remember like this is the same guy who was telling her talk, trying to talk her into leaving now he's saying no uh, please just just beg them to stay let go you know just do it right and then hey no um uh, like I'll, I'll be your spy here i'll tell you what they're up to please don't like don't throw me out of your life right yeah he's so desperate and it's so cute and wonderful and then he you know he loses his argument and ha- but agrees to come and help her move into where she lives now which is her dad's place yeah right which is just uh again a beautiful scene and it's funny do you know what my thought was when watching this scene what I'm sad I'm not going to see her assistant anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my thought. It's like, I've really loved this character. I was enjoying the character so much that I'm like, I, I'm sad I'm not going to be seeing this character anymore. And yep. we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Vincenzo wants to wash his hands of all this and wants to just forget any of this happened. But he listens to the news and it turns out RDU90, the, the painkiller is being fast-tracked and it's going to be on sale very soon and that's it and that's it he can't he can't put up with it so he goes down to the site of the accident and he relives it and he tries to remember anything he can like he tries like because yeah. he saw he saw little glimpses of it and then he remembers the face of the guy yeah right and then he gets on the phone with uh mr Cho, who we haven't heard from in a while yeah. who is like uh, and he's like, I need a favor. Mr. Cho's like, anything. You saved me in Italy. You saved me from the mob. I like, yeah, I got hit by a car, but I still owe you everything. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's so sweet. So he finds out where uh, the chairman lives. He finds out where the chairman lives and he goes, sneaks into the chairman's house and he stabs 50 syringes into a pillow. It's trying to take back to the uh, Godfather's oh, yeah. horse's horse head, head right? Bed. Yeah. This is right. a horse's head. This is a pillow with 50 syringes full of blood. Well, yeah. red liquid. Yeah. Yeah. But it's clear what it, clear what the intention was. Yeah. And they're like, and so then we cut to Wusang. <laughs> Wusang. And they're like, who would have done this? Like, how could he get in and out? Like, did they hire a professional? Like, how on earth could someone have done this? And as they're in the middle of conspiring about what to do about this, Miss Choi just turns over and is like, okay, but what's he doing here? And we find out <laughs> Yu Chen's assistant is sitting there at, the, at Mr. Han's computer while they're planning crimes. Yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Han's like, oh, don't worry about him. He's just an, he's just an intern. Uh, you know, I, I got a virus on my computer and he's reformatting it for me. Well, he's a lousy intern, like, but he's a really great. Yeah, that's what she says. It's like, why are you calling IT? And he's like, oh, no, he's god awful at being an intern, but he's amazing with computers. <laughs> like, how weird is this company? <laughs> you know, uh, how weird is this company? It's so great. And so, of course, they want to massively shut things down. <laughs> right we have to give the chairman something for doing this and then they're like okay well let's just let's just say she did it you know i've got these corrupt cops right so let's just let's just frame the lawyer for it yeah and then so the chairman says okay have her arrested and 
they do it. They go and they have her arrested with no evidence whatsoever. While she's opening up the law firm again. As she's reopening the law firm for her father. Yeah, she's going oh. to take over his business, not just his house, but the business. And he's going, she's going to do whatever she's done, whatever he was doing. Yeah. So that's that's really, you know, that's great. So they take him and then they you see... Well, the Our, first, I, I love the scene, right? Oh. So the law, the assistant, her assistant at the law firm, not her actual assistant, but like the paralegal at her dad's law firm. Her, yeah, the paralegal. Yeah, the paralegal goes to Vincenzo to beg him to do something. And he's like, I'm in my pajamas and I'm watching a live opera. So no, I'm not going to do anything. She'll be able to get herself out of this. She's, she's the best lawyer. She'll figure something out. Yeah. But he's watching an opera about a man castigating himself about whether he's evil at the core right <laughs> and so the opera touches him and we cut back to uh, uh right we cut back to uh over at the the crime scene uh, sorry not the crime scene the law office right yeah where her assist where her actual assistant did show up to try to help I mean, no the, I no think, not at the law office no. at the jail oh, sorry, i mean at the, at, the at, the at the police office pre the police station and her the precinct her, in the precinct uh her assistant shows up <laughs> and is trying to just be like oh uh i i can you know it's like uh i'm i'm her lawyer and you have to get out of here right uh, get her out of here right now i'm i'm the boss <laughs> yeah and he's just and he does such a bad job of it yeah and in the meantime the cops have already we're talking behind but we've got nothing on her we can't we have prove literally anything nothing. there's nothing so older and yeah. then i love that the one cop's like well yeah but we've already accepted the, the money, money. So yeah. <laughs> no what are we gonna do we and can't then, exactly let her go vincenzo walks in well what happens just, though is that vincenzo has fallen asleep it's the yes. next morning and yeah. he wakes up and there are the two pigeons on his balcony. Yep. Nattering at him, right? And he's like, and so oh, he says, fine. oh, yeah, I got to go yeah, do this. So, go do and, this. so he goes, so he's got a little USB on it with CCTV footage from the store across the street, the security cameras, proving that she got home at six and never left her house. Because again, it's one of those Korean houses that's behind a gate and yep. a wall so you actually have to leave through the front door there's no other way out and he's like look here's proof she didn't leave her house all last night so unless you can provide me with incontrovertible evidence that she hired someone to do this for her you have to let her go now or i'm going to sue you into oblivion and they're like <laughs> yeah okay he's got us we gotta yeah. let her go oh it's such a good scene Yep, oh, and then Vincenzo leaves, and then yeah. she leaves with the her assistant, her yep. ex-assistant, of course. Her former assistant. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, although before they go, they do get their burgers. They do get their burgers. <laughs> they do get the burgers that the cops ordered from them. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then she goes over to talk to Vincenzo outside, and he doesn't want anything to do with her because he doesn't want her to think he's a good person. Yes. And that's the key part. He doesn't want her to think that he's a good person who did this for her, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, you're the one who stabbed the pillows, right? Y you did it. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then the assistant comes over and introduces himself. And you're like, oh, right. This is the first time these characters have, say, met. Uh, have met, right? And it turns out uh, June, uh, June Wong, 
right? June uh, Wu. The fir- yeah. June Wu, sorry. June Wu is the first person that he has met in Korea who actually says his name properly. Yes, because he's... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he was in the States for so long. He was in the States so for so long that it's like he he doesn't, you know, he understands how names work. Yeah. Right? It's nice. And then so uh, Vincenzo oh. and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Yu Chen go for a go for tea together, or I guess a drink. They go for a drink together, right? And they talk about the situation and let's oof. It's it's rough because again she wants revenge and he knows how bad revenge is. Yeah, right. Because he's like, I'll be more careful. I won't keep you involved. And she's like, You can't keep me out of this. It's my dad who got murdered. Yeah. Right. My law career has been destroyed. My dad got murdered. Right. I uh, you can't keep me out of this. You have to tell me what happened. And so he tells her about the phone call from the researcher who then got murdered. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, there's no way these guys are the best. They have Wusan, they control the courts. You're not going to be able to prove it. Right? They are invincible. Yeah. And and he says to her, you can walk away now. They're not going to come after you. You can walk away now and have a good life. That's all you have to do. Right? Yeah. You can let this go and they will let you go. Yeah. And again, because he knows how criminals operate and how yeah. they think. They're not going to create any more of a mess than they absolutely have to. And it's it's a really great scene. Like, I really love that scene. Oh, God. And then she tries calling all of the people, all of the people who used to work with her yeah. to see if she can get any help. And no one will take her call. Yep. Because she pissed off Miss Choi. And Miss Choi put the word around that she can't be touched. Yeah. And then it turns out, and then we get a great scene where she's like, Jesus, Vincenzo's really my only hope to work with on this thing, isn't it? Yep. And and so she's like, oh, by the way, turns out that while I was while I was working at Wusang, I took other jobs. And yes. I'm a bit of an expert in the field of real estate and people trying to pull eminent domain crap to gentrify people out of neighborhoods. So I'll take over the job getting you your apartment building back if you help me with this. Yeah. So again, she, and this is what I love. He's a criminal, right? And she's a lawyer, but they are using, again, it's a commentary on the corruption of the legal system. They are using the exact same methods and blackmail and, you know, screwing people over the exact same way to get what they want. And it's like, at the same time, they've been everything the company did is no better than anything the mob did when he was with the mob. Yes. And that's the crazy part about this is this whole idea that it's about character and what you do and what you did things for, because everyone is using, is willing to go as far as they need to, to get what they want. So all that matters is, well, what do you want and what are you willing to do to get it? Because the bad people are willing to go as far as you can imagine. So how far are you willing to go to stop them? It just, I, I, again, that seems to be the theme so far. I don't know where the show's going to go from here, but that really seems to be what they're getting at. Oh, just yeah. wait, just I wait. She's, she's taunting me because she's seen the show. Yep. <laughs> yep. She already knows. So I've like, seen 20 movies. 
20 <laughs> movies that make up this show and they're like uh let's turn the tables on these guys and so the two of them go to see the man who killed her dad who claims that it was just an accident the brakes failed on the truck and he smashed and he couldn't control it and he smashed into it of course vincenzo heard the truck accelerating towards him so yeah. they know that's a lie yep and she has looked into it and oh boy when we find out because you're like how do you get somebody to kill someone and take the rap for it uh well we find out how uh the the crystal ball her two corrupt cops arrested a man for trading in child pornography which would get him 20 years in prison and they said to him we'll make this charge go away if you kill somebody we'll make it look like it was an accident and then you get two years in jail for manslaughter instead of 20 for possessing yeah. child pornography but Vincenzo has already found this out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he has Mr. Cho. Mr. Mr. Cho. Cho has plenty of connections. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Cho has plenty of connections, and he's already found this out for Vincenzo. So Vincenzo saw this guy coming. Oh. Yeah. And so they say to him, all right, here's the deal. Uh, you, we will, you tell us this, right? Or uh, I will have, like, you tell us what, or we blow up this deal. And he's like, uh, no, I don't think so. Like, no, I, I don't, I don't trust. And he's like, okay, well, how about this? You tell us who hired you to do this or I'll have you killed tonight. Yeah. Just by the and, touch of a shoulder. Yeah. All I have to do, right. Just yeah. by the touch of a shoulder, you're going to know. And then boom, you're going to get into a fight later tonight and you're going to die. Whew. So the guy gives him Talks. them the phone number. Yeah. Gives them the corrupt cops. Yeah. And then they're walking out and he sees the Yu Shin, right? Is like so distraught that they had to make a deal with the man who killed her father. Yeah. And Vincenzo's like, no, don't worry, I'll fix it. Well, and yes, so he, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't he just, say that to her. No, he, he just doesn't walks say. back into the place. He doesn't say, I'll fix it. You can see it. You're right. I should have said see it's it. clear on his face. Face. Like, He's like, this yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna. It's let like, this go. oh shit! I can't let this go. And he yeah. closes the door, turns around, and starts yelling. Starts yelling. Thank, thank you so you, much for helping you. me. You were doing, you know, you were doing the cause of justice, a great uh, thing. You know, I'm so glad your conscience forced you to help us. We will make this right. We will make like we will get justice. And yeah. he's like, no, what are you doing? And of course, we see that the cop, the prison guard is overhearing this. Yeah. And we know that the prison, like prison guards are corrupt. It's a prison in Korea in the world of this show. I'm not going to say all prison guards in Korea are corrupt, but all the ones in this show are. Yeah. <laughs> and so he knows he's just signed this guy's death warrant. Yeah. And then yeah, they and go. so immediately yeah. we find out that the cop got a phone call from the prison guard. And he's like, I think the truck driver is going to flip on us. And so Miss Choi's like, okay, take care of it. Yeah. And that night, just as Vincenzo, exactly as Vincenzo promised, a guy bumps into his shoulder and says, oh, you picking a fight with me? And they stab him to death. Yep. And that is that. And so, yeah, and so the cops, and then we see the cops going out for a drink. And, and, uh, and Yu Chen yeah. and Vincenzo are talking, and Yu Chen doesn't feel as good as she thought she would feel knowing he was dead. Yep. And they're talking about what they're going to do next. And she says, well, as long as you don't kill anybody, 
um, yeah. you know, whenever we do anything. And then all of a sudden, the drunk, the drunk, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's been drinking. You no, know, it turns out that the, um, the paralegal, yeah. right, it turns out, had fallen asleep drunk. And they had no idea he was there. And he has been listening to their entire conversation about the fact that they just got a guy killed in prison yeah. and no more murders. And he's like, don't worry, I can help. I have special skills that you don't know about. Yes. And we're like, what the hell? What is he, he talking about? Yeah, he about? goes gets a gym bag and that's all yeah, we see. He goes see. and gets a gym bag. He's like, okay, let's do this. And we're like, what is this man talking about? Yeah. And then and so, we see, yeah, okay, please. I'm going to go fast. Otherwise, this please is going to be quickly. a three-hour show. I know, okay? I know, I know. Whip through this. Next I'm next. going to go very fast. Vincenzo and the paralegal, yeah, right, manage, manage to go. I'll, I'll remember his name one of these days. We'll just keep calling him the yeah, we'll paralegal. We'll paralegal until we need to, yeah. Yeah, and, and what happens is, is that the two of them go and they pick up the one guy because they figured out who PO is the phone yeah. number that they got and his and um, so they ran they, the phone number so they go and they get the one cop they go get and they the, have one, the cop. one cop phone the other cop yeah and they, and, they take them both to an abandoned building yes and they take them to an abandoned building and Vincenzo threatens both of them none of them are going to talk about who ordered everything yeah and they and um and there's some information that they want and they're not going to talk. And then Vincenzo blows away one of the cops. <laughs> and we're all watching this, right? He just shoots yep. one of the shoots cops. Shoots him and the guy flops backwards out of his chair with a hole in his chest. And you're like, okay, what Shit. about the no killing people? Yeah, you know, and th there's young Yu Chan screaming, Horrified. but you promised me you can't, you're not going to kill anybody. And then the other cop, of course, as we find out later on, gives Vincenzo and Yu Chan all the information they need. Yeah. Okay. And, um, but we don't know that until later. But then that, we cut over to Miss Choi, right? Who's in the laundromat. She's still kept up her thing of doing her laundry herself in a laundromat while she, and doing, getting in her exercise while she does her laundry. And then, oh, it turns out there's this, uh, this but this not bucket this basket on a table someone yeah. walks in and puts a basket on a table she's like what's this basket oh it's the cops bloody clothes and pictures of the two dead and cops. pictures of the two dead cops yeah and she's you know and then she covers it up and then all of a sudden the lights go off the door slams shut and yeah. her phone rings with the pictures of the two dead cops and Vincenzo, we know it's Vincenzo them. talking uh, to her. her. Well, because she's literally, again, you want to talk about the Tower of Babel jokes. He's yeah. sitting with in a Jenga. building. <laughs> yes, sitting with a building <laughs> overlooking the laundromat, playing with a Jenga tower. Yeah. As if, like, as if we didn't know how literal the show was gonna go. <laughs> And it's like, hi, I before I killed your friends, the cops, they told me that you were the one who uh ordered right? you were the one who ordered the hit on mr ho and then killed the killed Lawyer. the guy who killed mr ho and she's like no one's ever gonna believe them like who's gonna believe you if you tell them and he says the most chilling line yet nobody else matters i believe them yeah <laughs> damn and then he reveals that he's got a truck ready to run her over just the way she had him run over two weeks ago yep and again, 
fantastic performance from Miss Choi here. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Oh, and she's afraid, but determined. Yeah. I, that's the only way to say it. She is angry. She doesn't like anybody threatening her. She's yeah. sort of afraid, but the trek does come at her. Yeah. Because he's tell, told her what she has to do, which is oh, tell yeah, the and truth. What he said to do, you're right. Um, so what he says is, you have destroyed the reputations of the researcher and of Mr. Hong. And uh, tomorrow you are going to fix their reputations by confessing publicly to everything you did. And she's like, uh, yeah, right. Kill me. Just kill me. Fine. Yeah, go ahead. And and he says, again, another great line from Vincenzo. Do you think like your life matters more than their reputations? Of course it doesn't. <laughs> and not so to he's me. like, uh, it's up to you know, not to me. And so then we get the key moment in the episode. The, just the, the wonderful that sets where this is going. He's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, you chose it. You know, remember, you're uh, the freedom. What is it? Uh, comes freedom with, comes a price. with a price. Yeah, freedom comes with a price. Yep. And he almost runs her over, but then the truck drives away. Yeah. And of course, she uh, immediately is not cowed by this, is not uh, in any way, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She has no regret, no nothing. No regret, no remorse, nothing. She's like, you know, go and hide and I'll, you know, I'll kill you. She's, yeah. she's going to get her revenge. Oh, uh, by the way, we forgot one important scene when they were talking earlier. <laughs> uh, when we were talking earlier, uh, she asked why the uh, why you always have a lighter when you don't smoke. And he's just, I like the sound it makes. I'm like, oh, there's gonna there's more to that story. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't just because he likes the sound. <laughs> so then we cut to the place where they're making the RDU that's going to go and sail in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And a cleaning crew shows up to disinfect the entire no, place. Yeah. 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 A cleaning crew shows up to infect the entire so place. All the so researchers all the researchers leave. have to leave because they're disinfecting the entire place. And we know. And we watch the whole thing. And well, we know a move that Vincenzo likes. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we're watching this and knowing. And sure we know enough. What's coming. We know there coming. goes the lighter and there goes the oh, yeah. lighter. and then he drives away and he drops the lighter and it, and we get a gorgeous scene yep. of a single trail of gasoline running through the entire facility until it gets to chemical storage where all of the acids and explosives they use to make rdu 90 is being stored yep. and then the entire place blows up and you're like oh they blew up the place right and then oh no it's worse than that they turned off the sprinklers. Yep. They turned off the sprinklers <laughs> so that the entire research complex. and development complex of it's Babbles going, yep. is going to be destroyed. Yep. Yeah. And then we find out, oh, who was the team? It was the families. Yeah. The that's... families of all the people who <laughs> were killed in Babbles' research trials that he yep. was suing over. All yep. the families who were buying them in court, that's who came and burned it down. Yeah. Vincenzo and Yuchin made sure they all got their revenge. And the interesting thing is, right, like what I love about the filming is how you get look at each one of them and you see them at, yeah. and they flash back to them at, at the, the office. Courthouse. The court when they are, the office. No, at the office. When they were they paying are, respect. No, but we cut to the courthouse yeah. and then we cut to them paying respect at the office. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, it's all the same characters. 
Yeah, it's and such so a profound ending. And you think this is they've helped everybody. Everybody they wanted to set out and help, they've helped. And you're like, oh my god, this is such a big win for them. Yeah, and, and you're like this is as satisfying as an ending of an episode you could possibly have. And you're like, oh no, it's about to get a hundred times better. Okay, yes. Well, first of all, and I'll just say, and you Vin, you see Vincenzo watching the building burning yep. and, and going doing the flashback yes. to Hong Sr. Say, who says, you know, he wanted to burn it all down. He wanted and then, to burn it all so you down. think this is a, yeah, you the do end think of the this all is right. the end. This is the end of the episode. And then perfect, you wait, wait, see. I'll set it up. I'll set it up. The chairman so then comes. we see the chairman comes up and he's freaking out. Yeah. And he's like, no, you've got to stop it. Have you, why is it still burning? You know, it's like, why, why is it burning? Why, where are the sprinklers? And then we cut down. It's like, no, they shut off the sprinklers. Of course they did. Did you? And he's like, did you call 911? I'm like, of course they did. It's a fire. Yeah. But of course, this guy, he's a puppet head. He, he's a, sorry, a puppet, a figurehead. He doesn't know anything. He's not good at anything. Yeah. And then. And then a car pulls up and his boss appears. Except now we actually get to see who his boss is. Yeah. And who's his boss? The assistant. It was Eugene's assistant. That's why nothing about this character makes sense. Yeah, that's why he can go anywhere and do anything and why he speaks multiple languages yep. and why a guy who went and got educated in New York and has money is working as her assistant. Yep. Yeah, because he's the boss, actual uh, he, boss. boss of Babel. Yep. And the, the law, the law firm thought they were running Babel, but he's run running the law firm. Yeah. And they never even knew it. And it's they, such he, a, oh, it's such a good ending. I mean, it's such a good ending when you just as he's as he well, first of all, you see his feet stepping out of the car, and yeah, then you see him car. coming through the smoke. And you know, at the beginning, you can't see, and then he slowly walks through the smoke. Yeah. Right. And you're and like, oh, wow. At I this. just realized that this is a show, but that is a war between these two men. Yep. <laughs> oh what an ending yeah. it is it again like this show has only had incredibly strong cliffhangers yes and this is the best one this is the best one yet the last episode ended with the lawyer dying and him being put in a coma and this is still a better ending yeah because to be honest you just go holy shit yeah and that is the interesting thing about these shows because what is now going to come is we know who the head yeah. of Babel is yep we know who the head but, but they nobody, don't nobody nobody knows miss cho doesn't know miss cho doesn't know sayo doesn't of know Sang. han the guy who runs who sang doesn't know none of them know oh, nobody in the same knows way, but the thing is, it's exactly mirrored in the yep. same way that Mr. Cho is the only person who knows that Vincenzo owns the building. Yeah. The figurehead, Mr. Han, is the, not Mr. Han, uh, the figurehead, I always forget the, uh, the chairman. It's Han Xiu. Han Xiu is the only guy who knows, right? Is the yeah. only guy who knows who really owns and runs Babel. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this is... I cannot, and again, I can't believe there's 16 more episodes of this. Look, I tell you, I mean, this is this is when I watched, but you there, 
and they, but, yeah. how is it going this fast? Like you can't imagine an American TV show being paced like this. No. At the end of the third episode, one of the main characters got killed off and the other one got put in a coma. And at the end of the fourth episode, the guy who got put in a coma comes back and burns down the business of the people who attacked him. Yes. It's just the fourth episode. And then you find... And then we find out who the villain is, like just four episodes in. Like it's, it's uh, incredible. All right, so starting next week, we are doing just one episode of Vincenzo, <laughs> which is going to give these episodes the room they need to breathe. Yes. And it's going to give us uh, more time to talk about the, the artistic elements of the show. It's going to yeah. uh, give us more time to talk about the thematic episodes of the show. Basically, if you want to listen to this podcast to help you write uh, a research paper, <laughs> we're going to have a lot more to help you with that. This is... If you go and listen, it's like, we've done that before. If you go and listen to our What is Criminal Minds six-parter, yeah. you can basically just write a thesis based on those that eight hours of a podcast. You know, if you <laughs> want to write, we give you a whole bunch of topics for your media criticism thesis. <laughs> and hopefully we can do the same with Vincenzo because there is a ton of stuff going on here. Well, and you have, it's like, yeah. No how idea. Is and that's there the crazy part 16. is I have... I have yeah. no idea just how good it's going to get because there's 16 more episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an incredible show. It really is. And I can't wait to see more. But for now, uh, we're going to wrap this up. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, if there's any profiling-related fiction you think we should check out, drop us a line at profilingcriminalminds at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We are going to be back here next Tuesday for episode five, if you're watching along with us, uh, be here for that. And of course, uh, the big one, if you're listening to this on some sort of an app or podcatcher, please remember to rate and review it because that is how people find out about the show. Uh, so we will see you back here next week. But until then, I'm gonna say that's right. Au revoir. And have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks podcasting network.